right, welcome, welcome, welcome to Zone In Podcast. It's your boy Rio. Um, as you can or cannot notice, my brethren aren't here with me, man. Uh, you know, G Money wasn't feeling well. He had to go see the doc. So uh, thoughts and prayers to that brother. And then, um, you know, Dane, man, my boy works. He put in that work. And so uh, he just needed a day. So uh, we gave it to him. You know what I'm saying? Give that man his flowers. Let him rest up a little bit. But we didn't want to go a week without recording. Uh, so these guys asked me to put something out real quick. So this would be a short, quick, uh, kind of to the point episode. Um, but yeah, man. So for those of you that don't know, news broke this week. Ben Simmons not reporting the training cap at all. He don't care about his trade value, how it's diminishing. He's not coming to camp. Y'all said what y'all said. I'm standing my ground. Y'all better ship me out. So I got some thoughts on that. Ben Simmons came into the league uh, his rookie year, got rookie of the year. He was averaging 16, 8, and 8. Last year, he averaged 14, 7, and 7. Right, 14 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. All-star level numbers, right? But you can't look at Ben Simmons now and tell me that he's gotten any better. Right? He's still the same 6'11", 240-pound you know, uh, can get to the basket whenever he want type of player. Uh, but he really hasn't improved significantly in any facet of his basketball game. Maybe a little bit defensively, but when he came in the league, he was a really good defender off it. So um, I think it's time for them to split, right? He needs to leave Philly. Philly needs to send him somewhere. My thoughts on that. Uh, I would send him to, I don't know, Sacramento. Sacramento got like 15 point guards on their squad. Um, I don't know why they keep drafting point guards over there. Like they don't have De'Aaron Fox and he's not really good, but that's, that's beyond the point. Um, maybe a package around De'Aaron Fox, including Buddy Heald and maybe a pick or something along those lines. Uh, helps Philly. Philly needs a point guard. They need more shooting. You get that with De'Aaron. You get that with Buddy Heald. Um, you got a future first or something along those lines uh, to help continue to build depth on that roster. Uh, better fit for the 76ers. And then the, the Kings get a star. You know what I'm saying? That they've been uh, starving for for years. Um, I think another really good landing spot for them, and we've discussed this before, Golden State Warriors. Ben Simmons can't shoot. Ben Simmons, to me, is a better version of Iguodala, right? He's a hybrid three or four, maybe, even though he's not that small, small ball five, right? Ben Simmons, 6'10", 6'11", um, but he can't shoot. So the best place for him to be is surrounded by the best shooters in the game, right? Put him next to Steph, Clay. Um in order for Golden State to make that happen, they'll probably have to give up Kaminga. They'll probably have to give up uh, one of the other young assets, not Wiseman, um, but like one of their first-round picks or one of uh, Minnesota's first-round picks or a bundle of them um, and Wiggins, right, to make the the contracts match. Um, But that would be, you know, you want to talk about a team with a lot of questions, right? We don't know what we're going to get from Clay. Shooters generally tend to be able to still be able to shoot, even coming off an injury. 
But some of the stuff that Clay gives you defensively, he's probably not going to be able to give to you uh, pre-knee and Achilles uh, injuries. Uh, Draymond's obviously getting older. Steph's getting older. You know, so uh, go ahead, push all your chips to the middle of the table. Get Ben Simmons. Right, He's only 25. Build around him a little bit later. But for now, just let him be the role player that he is and be an excellent, excellent defender and rim runner. And you've shown that you can win with that, with Draymond. If you ask me, Simmons is a little bit better than Draymond right now. Right now. So that'll help that squad. Um, But that situation needs to figure itself out because it's only going to get more and more toxic. I don't know if y'all, this thing's been blowing up my social media non stop but this canelo plant uh uh face off that they had the other day oh my goodness look i seen all i need to see i'm betting the mortgage on canelo right plant they went they had a face off uh canelo pushed the snot out of plant because apparently plant was talking about his mama plant swung on him canelo leaned back and then slapped the hell out of him even cut his eye a little bit a uh, good thing is that the fighting for another, you know, month and a half or so, so that injury will be able to heal. Shouldn't postpone the fight any because he did cut him. But, uh, yeah, put the house on Canelo. Plant, no chance. We'll talk about more. We'll talk about this more when we get Dane back on the pod because I know he definitely got some thoughts and comments on this. Faux show. Oh. All right. We do our picks of the week. We got five games. My guy's in here, so I can't pick on them. But I'm going to do my games real quick. Um, because there's some really, really good games out. All right, so offer it Seahawks versus the Vikings. I'm going Seahawks. I don't know what's going on in Minnesota. They seem very topsy-turvy over there, Um, very inconsistent. If you're able to stop Cook, you know, you're going to win the game. Let Uncle Russ cook, right? He's going to be swinging that rock to, to lock it. And to uh, DK, they cooking over there. Chiefs, Chargers, bet the house on the Chiefs. Um, they score, obviously, with anybody. Uh, Ravens were lucky to have beat them last week, right? Had uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire not fumbled with a minute 30 left, they would have won that game, right? Finns, Raiders, look, my Finns O-line is straight trash, dumpster fire. Not much I can tell you about that team right now. That is promising. Tua's hurt. D-line is, or the defense as a whole is great. And that's the one thing that's probably going to keep us in this game. If I'm betting with my heart, I'm obviously going to go fins. If I'm betting with my pocket, I'm not betting. We'll just say that. Uh, the one, uh, I guess, thing that the, they can hang their hat on, they're getting Will Fuller back this week. You got Devontae Parker, Will Fuller, Will Fuller, Waddle, and Gusecki. Um, those guys might keep you in the game. You got Jacoby Brissett, who's one of the best backups in football, um, playing this week. We'll see. But, man, Derek Carr's out there playing like an MVP. And they're at home. It's going to be tough sledding over there. Um, like I said, I, I'm going to go Finns because I'm a Finns fan. But that's with my heart, not with my pocket. Packers and 49ers. 
if you are new to football, this isn't really a rivalry, but it should be. These teams historically always meet with some great significance. One of the more, two more iconic franchises in the league. Uh, they're always in the playoffs, always meeting in the playoffs. Um, this should be another great game, another great episode in this series. Um, you know, Dan will call me a hater, but I'm going to go Packers, right? Jimmy Garoppolo versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. Give me the MVP. Um, so, and they seem like they, they kind of figured it out last week on what was going on. Right, granted they're playing the the Lions, but the Packers got things going. Niners kind of struggled over there in Philly. I'm still not sure what to think of Philadelphia. So, Niners got the win. They get credit for that. They got it on the road. They get credit for that. They're also on their eighth string running back, and they're a team that runs a lot. And you know they were they run the ball. They rely on their defense. So we'll kind of see what they got going on over there. Uh, but give me the pack, man. Give me the pack in the close one. Uh, and lastly, game of the week, Bucks versus Rams. Um, you know, I was sitting about this last night, thinking about it, sitting on it, trying to figure out what, you know, where the edges are for each team, so to speak. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm not sure – there's going to be enough to equalize what Aaron Donald can do to that O-line. Um, and anytime, look, Tom's the GOAT. Can't mess with Tom. Tom's the GOAT. But when he struggles is when you're able to get pressure up the middle. You get in his face, he can't step in the pocket to, to get rid of the ball. Um, so I think... LA's ability to do that without having to bring extra rushers, not to mention you got Ramsey back there, not to mention you got what I would consider to be an elite offense. Um, you know, I, I, I like the Rams, man. Obviously in the nail biter, but but I like their chances of, of pulling this out. Look, Bucks, they humming right now. They got everything going. Fournette's cooking. Godwin's getting his. Evans got, you know, some love last week. Everybody's going through and, and, and getting a piece of the pie. But um, I think this is the week where they kind of have a little hiccup because um, Tom's going to see that pressure coming up the middle, man. Um, and if they're paying too much attention up the middle with Aaron Donald, then those guys on the edge are going to hit home. So um, I like the Rams in a close one. Um, we're not, I'm not going to do gas or relax because I need my guys here to do that. Um, like I said, this would be a short, short episode because um, it's just me flying solo tonight. Um, but yeah, so I'm not going to hit too many of the culture topics, uh, but I am going to touch on one that's been heavy on my heart uh, the past few days. Um, the situation with the Haitians at the border in Texas. Uh, if you haven't, you can Google the, the images. Uh, the pictures are just horrifying, man. Um, you know, I'm originally from Miami. I think I got more Haitian friends than I do Cuban friends, and I'm, you know, half Cuban. Uh, and, and, you know, that culture, those people, I hold them near and dear to my heart. 
and the images that I saw and the way we we're treating people that are fleeing, you know, uh, a country that's crumbling in every, you know, way imaginable as far as economically, uh, you know, their president was just assassinated a couple months ago. They just got hit with another category four hurricane. They're prepping for another hurricane. Like, you know, the, the old saying of like, when it rains, it pours, man, they just can't catch a break. And, and these people are seeking asylum, right? They're just trying to survive. They're just trying to eat, drink water, live a normal life. Um, and for us to treat them like that is, is inhumane, man. It's like, where are the morals gone? I'm not saying that we need to open up the borders and let anybody who wants to come in who's fleeing a bad situation come in. I'm not saying that, you know, they should be hopped to the front of the line when it comes to um, seeking asylum or trying to get a visa or some sort of citizenship in this country. But, man, understanding what these people are going through, the sacrifices that they've made to come as far as they've come and for us to, like, meet them at the door with a whip. The images that I saw were no different than the ones I saw 20 years ago in high school in a history book. And it's ridiculous. It's, you know, like a, you look in the mirror and you wonder, like, what are we doing right now? Who thought this was a good idea? And I've heard people say, like, oh, like, those aren't whips. You know, they're trying to lasso them. Okay. Since when is it cool to lasso people? Uh, and, and round them up like they cattle. Like no matter what you think it is or what it was, because I haven't seen the video. I just saw the still images. It's not a good look on our country. At all. Like it's it's. How are we supposed to be the example when we doing stuff like this? How do you have the, the clear conscience and the heart to go and, and dictate to other countries that they're doing wrong when we treat people, when we treat our neighbors as inhumane as we're treating them now? Like, it's, it's disheartening, um, you know, having these conversations, you know, with my girls. Uh, with my wife uh, and just with my friends, man. I got so many Haitian friends back in Miami um, and I don't even know what to tell them. Besides, I'm sorry. You know, and their response is like, what are you sorry for? Like, you didn't do nothing. Like, we know you with us. You, you rock with us and the whole nine. But I'm like, man, like, like, I don't even know what to tell you. Like, we got to do better, man. We got to do better. Um, It's... It's not right. You know, this new administration has made comments and promises uh, leading up to their election. You know, they're coming up on a year, and granted, you can't fix everything in a year. They, they're, they're having their, the issues of their own as far as in their own party of getting legislation passed. But, you know, 
this immigration thing is just, I feel like it gets worse and worse, man. Worse and worse. You know, and it's, I ain't even going to hold it. It's it's black or brown communities, you know, trying to come in. Um, and, and a lot of the reasons why they're fleeing are influenced by some of the policies that we've implemented or help implement in these other countries. Um, you know, Haiti is as poor of a country as it is now because some of the things that the United States has done, right? It's not, I'm not saying it's completely the United States' fault, right? But, you know, we have a hand in it. We hold some blame. And so, um, man, it just hurts my heart. I had to get that off my chest. Uh, sorry, I don't want to be Debbie Downer, uh, but this is this serious topic, man. Deserves some some time and some discussion because uh, if you sit here and watch the news or listen to the news or whatever, a lot of people ain't trying to touch this, and this is something that needs to be front and center for sure. So, um, man, that, that's all I got this week. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to keep it light. I don't want to go too long um, and sit here and go on a rant. It's not as much fun when I don't have my brothers with me, you know, uh, arguing and shooting the breeze or whatever. Uh, so shout out to those dudes. Um, money, get feel better, get better. Um, Dame fame, you know, enjoy a little rest. And uh, man, we, we zoned in podcast. Happy with us, y'all. Like we doing it over here. All right. Love y'all.